This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, episode 134. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, the very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. My first episode for 2019 takes us to Manhattan and an interview with a top agent who's discovered marketing success from a surprisingly different idea. But before we get into this week's interview, I want to give you a quick pep talk about the market. Naturally, with agents tuning in from more than 100 countries, it's difficult to generalise about the state of the real estate market, but it's safe to say many agents are facing challenges with a downturn in prices and inventory. So I want to share three ideas to help you get off to a great start for the year. My first suggestion is to look for ways to develop the best possible mindset. That little voice on your shoulder has a big mouth and, as we know, it's not always helpful. We all have the power to control the narrative and influence our self-talk. Think about it. Your mind is the air traffic control tower of your life. It's what drives you and it's also what holds you back. I had the exciting opportunity to connect with real estate mindset coach Jet Xavier last year and he's totally convinced me that anyone can acquire a clear thinking and decision-making advantage by following a proven formula. I'd say that Jet is the number one global authority in the real estate mindset space, and he gives away some excellent content at jetxavier.com. That's J-E-T-X-A-V-I-E-R.com. In fact, I was so inspired by my sessions with Jet that I think I've talked him into creating a series of dedicated trainings to address and find the best solutions for overcoming the most common real estate mindset challenges like procrastination, personal productivity, and overwhelm. Mindset and the advantage that comes with getting your thinking right leads me to my second idea. I believe the two most important success tools you can possibly possess are focus and discipline. And as you listen to this, you probably know what you need to do more of to achieve the results you're looking for. I think 2019 is going to be a great year for doing what's right, not what's easy. And finding the tools you need to boost focus and discipline is a foolproof way to get more from your business, your career, and your life. My third idea is to embrace the challenges you currently face. No, we can't change real estate prices. Property lives in a free market environment. But let's remember, with challenges come opportunities. What do sellers in your area want right now? Are you constantly building your contact list of future pipeline sellers? What ideas have you used in the past that worked well and what ideas should you stop using? I like to say it's not so much the market, it's the marketing. So how are you standing out from every other agent to offer a clear and compelling point of difference in your area? By the way, there's a stack of freshly presented and proven ideas waiting for you right now at jiggler.com. You can jump in and grab a free account at any time. Well, you only need to listen to a few Top Agents Playbook episodes to know that I'm a big fan of connecting with agents who do things a little bit differently. So if that's your thing, I think you're going to enjoy this interview with a New York City agent who tapped into some childhood memories to come up with a very different and novel way to engage and connect with his network of contacts and future clients. Jeff Goodman understands the power of difference and his idea, which is sponsoring a series of walks to rediscover New York City and its history, is booming in popularity. 
All that and more coming up. The next time you need professional real estate marketing flyers, letters or cards, don't ask your graphics people for an estimate or try to create something great in a Word doc. Instead, head over to Jiggler.com and set up a free account. Jiggler is the online creative marketing tool for agents and it's jammed with proven templates including flyers, cards, stationery, letters and awesome social media posts. And it's so easy to use. If you can drive your Facebook page, you can drive Jiggler. So say goodbye to expensive graphic design bills, wasting time with clunky programs and marketing ideas that don't work, and say hello to Jiggler. Set up your free account today at Jiggler.com. That's J-I-G-G-L-A-R.com. Well, Jeff Goodman, welcome to the Top Agents Playbook podcast. How are you doing? I'm good, Ray. How are you this afternoon? I'm great, thank you. We're in a we're in the same time zone, I think. Except I'm in Toronto, and you're uh, in beautiful Manhattan on the Upper West Side. Am I right? Actually, today I'm visiting my mum up in the country in the Catskills. Oh, nice! I visited her for uh, Thanksgiving and spending uh, a bit of a weekend up here. Nice, nice. Um, and uh, did you um, buy anything for uh, for Black Friday? Uh, not yet, but I am uh, probably going to go online a little bit later and take advantage of some sales. Although I did visit a friend of mine who has an antique shop over in a town called Hudson, which is on the Hudson River. Nice. And uh, I bought some stuff there, sort of a, a, a Black Friday uh, indulgence. Nice. So, Catskills, you're not heading west towards Albany or Troy, are you? You're heading further north? Yeah, um, uh, Hudson is almost directly north of New York City, okay. and then Albany is further uh, north, about another fifty miles. Okay, I'm, uh, the Catskills is a little bit west. It's a it's a mountain range. Yep, and um, uh, it was actually from a Dutch name, but um, there are lots of little towns up here. And I'm looking out the window on a slope of a of a mountain uh, with the sun still shining okay. down on it and the snow. Uh, and, uh, it's big ski up here, but. Uh, uh, not quite like in Vermont or out in the West. I actually, well, I've learned something today because I thought the area was named after some clever cats. And that's <laughs> not true, so. <laughs> uh, I think it's actually named because there's a, there's, a, there's a waterfall up here called the Catterskill Falls. And it's spelled, uh, I think, K-A-A-T-I-R-S. And kill is the Dutch word for waterway or river. Awesome. And uh, so I think that comes from the Dutch when the Dutch... Uh, uh, settled here back in the 17th century. Okay, okay. I wanted to connect with you today and, and thank you for your time. I wanted to connect with you because uh, I was reading recently how you are hosting um, these series of walks around New York City. And uh, I love New York uh, and I love Manhattan and I've always thought what a cool idea to do to do a walk because there's so much hi- history uh, back in in uh, New Amsterdam, as it used to be known, um, and it'd be really something to see. So, um, can you tell me a little bit about how that whole idea came about? Sure, it actually has uh, a little bit of a business romantic light bulb. Uh, I was at a a speed networking event probably six years ago, where you play musical chairs and you get five minutes with someone, and you each have two and a half minutes to uh, relate what you do. And uh, I sat across from uh, this woman, this tour guide, Joyce Gold of Joyce Gold History Tours. And being the, the great animated storyteller that she is, she told me not only that she hosts tours for the public, 
but she does private events for banks and for birthday parties. And I thought, wow, that's, uh, uh, that's really interesting. And uh, went home and thought about it. I have an advertising and media background. I sold advertising for 22 years before I went into real estate. And I thought, you know, the, we help people find homes. But in a larger sense, what we also do is that people in my business help people create lifestyles in places. And in cities, we help people create lives in neighborhoods. And New York has great neighborhoods. So I thought, what better way to uh, promote my business uh, in a branding sense than to host these historic walks in different parts of New York and Manhattan and Brooklyn, but yeah. not give them myself, but, but have an expert who is a really good urban historian and a great storyteller, which Joyce is, uh, actually give the walks. So I host them, I produce them, and, she, and she's the main star. She gives okay. the talks. Okay. So who are your patrons? Are they, are they locals? Are they tourists or visitors? Or who gets involved? Uh, that's a really good question. It's mostly locals. The people who come are people who are on my mailing list. I have a mailing list of about 3,000 right now. Right. And the people who come on the walks are people either whom I know, yeah. I have a personal connection with, or they are people who are connected with people that I know. Yeah. Usually New Yorkers. Uh, I have a lot of regulars. Uh, I also have people who may have come on one or two walks. And actually, people do come from uh, uh, overseas. I actually had some people from down under a couple of months ago. They were, oh, look at. Uh, uh, but you know i've i've actually been to oz three times so uh, oh okay yeah yeah only on the east coast uh right um from north to south uh down to where you're from down all the way down to melbourne yes Uh, yes and but they're mostly for locals who want to get to know neighborhoods better you know one thing that i've discovered uh is that new yorkers are really busy. I'm a native New Yorker. And so many people come on the walks and say, you know, I've been in this neighborhood or I live here. I really don't know as much about it as I'd like to, to know. And they come and they're, uh, they're not only entertained, but they're illuminated, they're informed, and they're taken on this, on this two-hour journey uh, that talks about the history of a neighborhood, but also uh, Joyce inter- integrates things about the vibe of the neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, and uh, most of the people who come are people that I'm connected with and people who or connected to them. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it's like uh, two or three degrees of separation. So going, g- nothing to do with real estate, but I'm just fascinated to learn, going, um, going back, what's the earliest history of New York? Are we talking 1600? Well, uh, it, the earliest history in New York goes back thousands of years. Oh, okay. We had uh, indigenous peoples who were here before Europeans came. Uh, the, actually, I believe the first, uh, European to come into New York Harbor was Verrazzano, who came in the 1520s, the 1530s, but the first European, uh, explorer to actually sail up into the harbor and up the Hudson was Henry Hudson. Okay. He was actually English, but he was sailing, I think, for the Dutch West India Company. What year? Uh, that I believe was sixteen seven or sixteen eight. Okay, so that I could be wrong about that, but it was the that, first decade of that century. Oh, that's okay. That's uh, so. That's that is that kind of the start of Manhattan as we know it. Um, not. Uh, I forgot who the chap was who was representing the Dutch West India Company, but it might have been. Uh, Peter Minuit, he might have been the first governor of the, uh, uh, of the person, and he, he uh, made a deal with the locals to uh, use the land 
yep. uh, the famously for the equivalent of, I think it was 60 guilders for $24 in, uh, uh, in trinkets and goods. Um, as far as I understand it, uh, uh, the local peoples thought they were just renting out the land for a while, okay. but uh, the Europeans thought that they were actually buying the rights to it. Not so fast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, the peoples here who were the uh, Lenape people. Okay. Uh, and I don't know that they lived in Manhattan full time, but they, they sort of hung out here when the season was right and uh, fished for oysters and uh, har harvested oysters. And um, uh, they How actually amazing. How amazing. Life here. Well, New York is something of a mecca for, for Australians. And I do have a lot of obviously Australian listeners to the show. So um, with your permission, I'll put a link to, uh, to Joyce's tour or, or maybe some way they can, they can connect and, uh, um, see if something happens from there. You let me know. Absolutely. JoyceGoldHistoryTours.com. Okay. Um, and okay. if any of your listeners from outside the city are going to uh, be in town, they can certainly drop me an email. And if uh, I happen to be conducting a tour, they're welcome to join us. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Fantastic. Well, um, I'm going to take you up on that one day. That's for sure. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd love to do that. So my next question is, is, you mentioned just to rewind before, you've got a list of 3,000 and... I'm huge on building um, a good list and, and growing it, and nurturing it, and maintaining it. How did you How did you build your list? What or what kind of methods are you using to build your list, Jeff? Um, I started out in this business 11 years ago, and um, when you get a license to be an estate agent, it basically gives you a license to be in business. And so, okay. what I did was I started to build up. Uh, my marketing. Uh, the first were people I knew, people from, I went to university with friends, and just expanding my network um, like crazy, but in a meaningful way. Um, I'm an avid uh, networker slash connector, and I meet lots of people through a number of different networks that I belong to and people that they're connected with. And once I meet someone, I put them on my list. Um, but the interesting thing about my list is that uh, of all of the uh, things that I do in terms of outreach. The thing that is of primary importance to me to stay connected to the people I know are my tours because I'm not just saying, hey, look what a great real estate agent I am. I'm actually giving something away. Yeah. I'm saying, something join me, you know, be my guest on this journey. You know, yeah. you know, and um, uh, so uh, about half of the email that my contacts get from me is an invitation to, to, to be my guest at an event that I pay for. Uh, and uh, that they forward it to friends and, and that's really helped me build up my network. In fact, from a business perspective, um, th there are tens of thousands of people who are licensed to, to do what I do on the island of Manhattan. Wow. So all of us have to think about, okay, you know, what can we do that's special and, and that differentiates us? And I didn't plan this at the, at the time, Ray, but what the tour series has done for me is it enables me to differentiate myself right up front when people say, you know, when I say what I do, I say, but I do things differently from other real estate agents. And I tell them that uh, I'm very committed to connecting people with great neighborhoods in New York. And so I host this uh, series of free walking tours that my network is, anyone on my network is welcome to attend. And they can uh, learn more about, about the history and the vibe of a neighborhood, either a neighborhood they live in or a place that they want to know more about or possibly even live in. And that has uh, given me an edge and given me a value proposition that I don't know if it's unique, but it's certainly very special in, in, in my business. I'd say it's unique. Um, well, it will be until somebody copies you, but so what if they do copy you? you you're, uh, you're, you're first to market with it, so 
Um, as uh, as Ricky Bobby says, if you're not first, you're last. So, uh, <laughs> but actually, I copied uh, I copied this from uh, another idea, not having to do with real estate. Uh, I was having lunch with uh, a friend of mine who's uh, uh, an advertising reporter. Uh, and we were talking about, and I, I was recently nominated for, I, I was a finalist for the most innovative real estate agent by Inman News last year. Okay. And we were talking about that and he said, congrats. And I said, you know, I said, this is just a knockoff. He said, what do you mean? And I told him about uh, how after I met Joyce, I remembered uh, a great TV show back in the 70s, the 60s, 70s and 80s called Wild Kingdom that was sponsored by Mutual Omaha. And um, uh, they had conservationists who would uh, uh, trap animals, uh, uh, not shoot them like some people we hear about, and uh, uh, follow them and would work with villages in the bush and, and different places uh, to conserve their environments and to help them uh, uh, live from the land. And uh, I thought, what better way for a real estate agent to promote what we do in terms of having people live in neighborhoods than this kind of a program? So uh, it's really not an original idea. It's a knockoff. <laughs> I'll take credit for, uh, for uh, adapting it. But uh, I, think, I think it's a great idea. And as you and I were talking, you shared a bit of that story before we press record. Um, as a kid, I loved watching Mutual of Omaha. It took us... Uh, out of our living room into the big wide world overseas and uh, it's quite exotic exotic at the time. Um, still is, I guess. I think that sort of, uh, that kind of television never goes out of style. I'm sure it inspired Sir David Attenborough and uh, people like that. It's uh, phenomenal. So, and maybe uh, even Steve Irwin too on some extent. <laughs> you know, I nearly said Steve Irwin, but I think, I think he would be uh, a little too young. I was delighted to see an ad though on Animal Planet um, uh, this week for a, a show called uh, Crikey, It's the Irwins with, uh, with Bob, um, uh, Terry and, and Bindi so, um, from Australia Zoo, I guess. So that I'm, I'm looking forward to check, checking that out. The legend continues, which is exciting. Um, as, far as, as far as regular real estate goes, Jeff, getting listings, making sales, have you got any tips, strategies or, or ideas? Um, how do you keep your listing pipeline full? Um, that's a good question. Uh, people I know. I, most of my business is by referral now. Okay. Um, uh, and people will recommend me to speak with other people because they're very, uh, uh, they're very impacted by how I bring neighborhoods to people. And so I, uh, it sort of keeps me top of mind. Uh, and I make presentations. Uh, I talk to people about the, uh, the great marketing that Halstead does. Halstead is one of the best companies in the business, the resources that we have. I don't know if I can say they're unmatched, but no one does it better than we do. Um, and uh, between Halstead's great resources and the way that I interact with people, it uh, sets me up to get a good edge when it comes to listings. You know, one of the things that, that's a little bit difficult to, to um, uh, sometimes compete against, uh, especially in a place like New York, is sometimes there are agents who will promise the moon in terms of what sellers can get for their properties. Yeah. Um, and um, there are a lot of, there are some agents who do that. There are a lot of agents who don't. I'm not one of those who does that. So it, it, uh, it makes it important to have something. When you don't do that and you don't promise someone the moon but are realistic, it's important to, to have things that can appeal to someone's uh, sense of how you could do a really good job for them. Yeah, well, you've got, you've got what I believe is the number one strategy, which is relationships, because when you have a relationship with somebody and 
they called Jeff Goodman in for an opinion. Um, they're going to, you don't need to gild the lily or get adventurous on estimates. You can tell it how it is and, and they'll appoint you. The other good thing with a great relationship is that you're not constantly fighting over fees and you're not one of five agents in submitting estimates and stuff like that. There's a level of trust there and you're you're appointed. And you know what? You, you I always feel you work a little bit harder for those people because not, not that you don't work hard for everybody, but there's just that sense of trust there and you look, you're on the lookout to do the absolute best you can. Yes, absolutely, Ray. Uh, and also when it, when it comes to fees, you know, I, I also uh, tell my potential clients that you know, sometimes they look at, at the fees that we charge as a cost as opposed to investment. Yep. And, you know, a number of people realize uh, that you get what you pay for. Yes. Uh, but also when, when you have discount fees, you also or uh, telling the buyer's agent that uh, they're going to take a pay cut by bringing a buying client to the property of your seller. Yep. So when you, you put it in those terms and really explain to uh, a potential selling client what the fees really will get them, and at the end of the day, they're more likely to walk away from the closing table with more money in their pockets yep. than if they use a discount broker with a discount fee. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. makes a difference. 100% agree. I'm just, I hope I'm not making our viewers seasick here. I'm just... We've got this beautiful winter sun streaming through the window, so I'm just I'm just backing into the shade here a little bit. Um, let's move towards winding up. But what would your advice be for somebody getting into real estate? Somebody starting, like you know, I often think, boy, knowing what we know now, if you could go back to day one, you'd avoid some pretty costly and time-consuming mistakes. Have you got any tips or, or ideas or things that you'd suggest to for somebody just breaking in, somebody in their first year? Well, wow, you know, I made a lot of mistakes in this business in the beginning, especially coming from, you know, I came from a sales background, uh, and the biggest surprise to me was when I sold media and advertising, I was selling to a business consumer. Now I'm selling to a retail consumer, and the process yeah. is, is different, even though in the bottom line is you're, you're providing value and trying to help someone get what they want. Um, being aligned with a company that has great resources is, is important. Uh, and not to be cliched about it, but a very important way to get business now is through this whole concept called networking, but mm -hmm. which, which I really call connecting. Yeah. Um, we're in a new paradigm, which um, without getting too philosophical about it, um, some people have referred to as the third wave. When I, when I first went into media, you had very vertical uh, uh, ways that you reach people and, and, and companies. Um, since the 80s, but certainly now, uh, the way that, that many businesses build uh, their book of business and build their contacts are through connecting, but not through connecting like, you know, here's my business card, let me take yours, but having a meaningful dialogue with someone and uh, showing them that what you have has value, but also that uh, you can do something that's really valuable to them. Yeah. There's one thing I, I uh, we didn't talk about it. My tours actually have three, there are three legs to them. One is the people who come on the tours for the event and the uh, uh, experience. The second is the advertising. I think I get, a, I know I get a lot of value from people who open my mail and who never come on my tours. Yeah. But the third element of it is because I help other people to meet people and to network. And you wouldn't think that that's something that, that you could do through a promotion. And if uh, someone can somehow uh, integrate something in their business that helps people meet people, uh, but also helps people to 
uh, give something of value to people that they know, it's better for business. So, for example, the tours, I host a mixer after the tours. I find a local bar. Uh-huh. Now we're getting to the heart of it. Yeah. <laughs> it, serves, <laughs> it serves food and booze. Yep. Uh, I have a couple of sponsors who very generously provide snacks for people. So a lot of the people on the tour think, okay, I'm going to get fed, and it's five minutes away. Sure, I'll go. And so right. um, as, a, as, as a connector and a networker, I make it a point of introducing people that I think will, will benefit from meeting each other. But on a, on a networking angle, too, um, if you uh, – if you can bring someone that you want to do business with, that you have a client or you want to develop a referral relationship with, and you bring them to something that they're going to have a good time with and can meet other people at, uh, the value that you get from that is just enormous. So yeah, yeah. I would say if you, in thinking of ways to um, develop a business, if you can, if you can uh, build on that and try to have, use the advantage of, of, the social and business capital that you have, but also connect other people with people that they will benefit from, that will go a ways in, in helping you promote your own business. Well, what you're creating is an experience and that's, not, that's no easy thing to do. But when you can pull it off, as you, as you obviously have, people remember stuff like that uh, and they talk about it and they tell other people about it. So uh, I think it's highly creative, highly innovative and... Uh, and congratulations on, on getting in and doing it. I mean, you know what? A lot of people think about ideas, but getting off your butt and actually doing it and making it happen, because it's not easy. There's a bit of messing around to do. Uh, and, and there's a little bit of, you, you know, you've got to go to a bit of trouble, but you've done it. So um, uh, all power to you, buddy. Congratulations. Well, thank you, Ray. I appreciate that. It's been, uh, it didn't happen overnight. <laughs> no, I'm it uh, sure took it uh, years, years to build it and years to, and, and to, and to continue to build it and evolve it. Yeah. Do you do, one last question, do you do different parts of the city or sort of mainly Upper West Side, your neighborhood or, or where? Uh, I'm a native New Yorker and I know a lot of neighborhoods like the back of my hand. Okay. Uh, uh, the neighborhoods that I do, though, are limited to the neighborhoods that Joyce either covers in her tour series or that she's willing to cover in her tour series. Uh, yep. Right now, um, the tours take place in most of Manhattan and uh, some of the neighborhoods in what's known as downtown or brownstone Brooklyn. Okay. Uh, and I have a couple of other neighborhoods that I'd like to do. Uh, Joyce uh, has been uh, occasionally reluctant to add new neighborhoods that I've asked her to, uh, to, her, uh, to her, her stable, but uh, she's, she comes through with about one new tour a year. And so I'm happy to add those and they really, uh, uh, but, but, they, but they stretch more than just Manhattan. If I just did the Upper West Side, uh, I would have a much more limited offering than having maybe 15 or 20 different neighborhoods in Manhattan and having a half a dozen in Brooklyn too. Yeah. Do you get Joyce to just coincidentally take them past one of your listings that just might be open for inspection or something? You know, I don't. Uh, because sometimes people think, Ray, that the tours are about real estate. They're not. Yeah. They're about the history and the vibe of a neighborhood. Uh, uh, to Joyce's credit, I don't even ask her to do this. She'll, she'll mention something like a highest price, that something that's sold or when something sold, who developed it. Uh, and that gives me a chance to say something because I'm, I'm paying for the content so I can volunteer some commercial message if I want to. Yeah. Uh, but uh, for the most part, no, we don't do that. It, it, it's about uh, just the neighborhood and the vibe. And then if people want to talk about the real estate in the neighborhood after that, uh, guess what? I'm there at the mixer to talk to them and follow up with them after that and help them potentially find it's a great place. It's a perfect formula. You're giving a lot back and uh, reaching out and connecting connecting people and, and you're connecting with them as well. So congratulations. I've also had a look at your website and I'll, I'll post a link to that in the show notes for this episode, but you've got some beautiful property for sale. 
Um, wow, there's some expensive property uh, in your neck of the woods, eh? Indeed, indeed there is. Yeah. Um, one other thing, I, um, the uh, agreement hasn't been finalized, but uh, I've been asked to do a weekly radio show on neighborhoods and real estate. Oh, perfect. Which I'm probably going to be doing uh, in January. I'm okay. putting the final okay. touches on that now. So that's, yeah. that's also a way that I'm going to extend, the, extend my brand and extend my expertise in neighborhoods and history and vibe, uh, but with another media channel. Well, Sorry. please um, make sure you give me the heads up when that happens, so I can uh, I can give people uh, the, the uh, bring them in as to what's going on and, and connect with my list. I'd love to do that. I will, Ray, and I hope you're down in New York sometime when I do one of my tours. I'm expanding the series and doing about a tour a month between the end of January and November. So well, I hope you'll have the opportunity to, to to join us on one or more journeys when you're down in this neck of the woods. Planning a trip toward the end of next summer, September, October. My, my brother Andrew's coming out from uh, Melbourne and we're planning to go to New York City. So uh, maybe we'll catch up and, uh, and enjoy a nice cold beer. Okay. Well, maybe a VB, which I really like. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you can That's Victoria Bitter for those who aren't. Who aren't uh, uh, I, was talking, I was talking over you. Jeff just said that's Victoria Bitter for those uh, uninitiated. That's our, that's our blue collar drop of uh, golden, yeah. golden brew. Thank you, my friend. It's been great to connect. Um, congratulations on your success and on, on your innovating. And uh, I'll post all the, all the links in the show notes and looking forward to following your, your adventures. Thank you, Ray. It's been a real pleasure. Thanks, buddy. Take care. Bye. It's no coincidence real estate's top agents use real estate's best software. Locked On is so popular with top producers because it's laden with features, but so easy to use at the same time. Backed by the number one support team in the industry, agents say Locked On is fast, reliable, and like having two assistants. If your real estate software and systems are holding you back, why not experience the ultimate cloud-based solution and take your productivity to the next level? To get your free 30-day trial and for special discount for life deal, go to LockedOn.com forward slash Ray.